This is the Wikipedia page for Gun Show Loophole. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Varnado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. LMSW? LMSW. Great. Everyone, please subscribe. Rachel was supposed to remind you, but she forgot. She did forget. We are reading this article, Gun Show Loophole, after uh, the shooting in Highland Park. Yet another mass shooting in the year of 2022 in the United States of America. That sucks. But if you want to know more about how these people are getting these guns without background checks, here's the article where we can read. Let's go. Gun show loophole is a political term in the United States referring to the sale of firearms by private sellers, including those done at gun shows that do not require the seller to conduct a federal background check of the buyer. This is also called the private sale exemption. Under federal law, any person may sell a firearm to a federally unlicensed resident of the state where they reside as long as they do not know or have reasonable cause to believe that the person is prohibited from receiving or possessing firearms. Under federal law for sales of firearms by holders of a federal firearms license, FFL, such as gun stores, pawn shops, outdoor stores, and other licensees, the seller must perform a background check of the buyer and record the sale regardless of whether the sale takes place at the seller's regular place of business or at a gun show. Firearm sales between private individuals who reside in the same state, that is, sales in the secondary market, are exempt from these requirements. For private sales, under federal law, any unlicensed person may sell a firearm to an unlicensed resident of the same state as long as the seller does not know or have reasonable cause to believe that the purchaser is prohibited from receiving or possessing firearms under federal law. Okay, this already sounds... A little bit shady. Yep. <laughs> Super Very NRA. Shady. I feel like if you sell a car to somebody, you're supposed to like transfer the license at the very least, right? Yeah, you'd think. No, when you sell cars, you do. You transfer the license, right? You have to. The but, license or the, the deed? Uh, sorry. The title? Uh, the title. You transfer the title, not the license. You Yes, the title. Yep. 22 states... And the District of Columbia have laws that require background checks for some or all private sales, including sales at gun shows. In some of these states, such non-commercial sales also must be facilitated through a federally licensed dealer who performs the background check and records the sale. In other states, gun buyers must first obtain a license or permit from the state which performs a background check before issuing the license, thus typically not requiring a duplicative background check from a gun dealer. Since the mid-1990s, gun control advocates have campaigned for universal background checks. Advocates for gun rights have stated that there is no loophole that current laws provide a single uniform set of rules for commercial gun sellers regardless of the place of sale, and that the United States Constitution, specifically the Commerce Clause, does not empower the federal government to regulate non-commercial interstate transfers of legal firearms between private citizens. Now it's time to read the provenance section. This is, I think this web page is going to make me sad. Provenance. 
Sometimes referred to as the Brady Bill loophole, the Brady Law loophole, the Gun Law loophole, or the Private Sale loophole, the term refers to a perceived gap in laws that address what types of sales and transfers of firearms require records and or background checks, such as the Brady Handgun Violence Prevention Act. Private parties are not legally required by federal law to ask for identification, complete any forms, or keep any sales records as long as the sale is not made in interstate commerce across state lines and does not fall under the purview of the National Firearms Act. In addition to federal legislation, firearm laws vary by state. So when they say no interstate, does that mean like both people have to be residents of the same state in order to complete the sale? Or could you I, travel to a different state and buy it from somebody? I believe you can travel to a different state and buy it from someone. But here's the thing. People are supposed to only sell guns in their state. But I think that people bend the law in a lot of different ways. And I also think that if one person is not required to give any ID, how do you know what state that person is from anyway? That's true. Federal gun show loophole bills were introduced in seven consecutive Congresses, two in 2001, two in 2004, one in 2005, one in 2007, two in 2009, two in 2011, and one in 2013. Specifically, seven gun show loophole bills were introduced in the U.S. House and four in the Senate between 2001 and 2013. None passed. In May 2015, Carolyn Maloney introduced H.R. 2380, also referred to as the Gun Show Loophole Closing Act of 2015. As of June 26th, it has been referred to the Subcommittee on Crime, Terrorism, Homeland Security, and Investigations. In March 2017, Representative Maloney also introduced H.R. 1612, referred to as the Gun Show Loophole Closing Act of 2017. In January 2019, she sponsored H.R. 820, Gun Show Loophole Closing Act of 2019. It's time for a message. Everyone, listen to this. Thank you for supporting Wiggy Listen. We're back. Thanks for listening to that message and supporting Wiki Listen. I said Wiggy Listen on the way out, and I said Wiki Listen on the way in. I didn't go back to fix the pronunciation. That's how I roll sometimes, though. Notable Opinions In 1996, the Violence Policy Center, VPC, released Gun Shows in America, Tupperware Parties for Criminals, a study that identified problems associated with gun shows. The VPC study documented the effect of the 1986 Firearms Owners Protection Act in regard to proliferation of gun shows, which resulted in a readily available source of weapons and ammunition for a wide variety of criminals, as well as Timothy McVeigh and David Koresh. According to the VPC, the utility of gun shows to dangerous individuals stems primarily from the exemption enjoyed by private sellers from the sales criteria of the Brady Law as well as the absence of a background check. The director of the program, which is located at the UC Davis Garen J. Wintemute, wrote, 
There is no such loophole in federal law, in the limited sense that the law does not exempt private party sales at gun shows from regulation that is required elsewhere, Wintemute said. The fundamental flaw in the gun show loophole proposal is its failure to address the great majority of private party sales which occur at other locations and increasingly over the internet at sites where any non-prohibited person can list firearms for sale and buyers can search for private party sellers. On May 27, 1999, Wayne LaPierre, Executive Vice President of the National Rifle Association, NRA, testified before the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Crime, saying, We think it is reasonable to provide mandatory instant criminal background checks for every sale at every gun show. No loopholes anywhere for anyone. LaPierre has since said that he is opposed to universal background checks. Wait, so he did he just say that he... Once universal and then changed his mind. Yep. Oh. Executive vice president of the NRA and <laughs> and he changed his mind. Of course he did. Yep. And in 1999, Dave Koppel, attorney and gun rights advocate for the NRA, said gun shows are no loophole in the federal laws and that singling out gun shows was the first step toward abolishing all privacy regarding firearms and implementing universal gun registration. In January 2000, Koppel said that no proposed federal law would have made any difference at Columbine since the adults who supplied the weapons were legal purchasers. In 2009, Nicholas J. Johnson of the Fordham University School of Law wrote, Criticisms of the gun show loophole imply that federal regulations allow otherwise prohibited retail purchases, primary market sales of firearms at gun shows. This implication is false. The real criticism is leveled at secondary market sales by private citizens. In 2010, the Brady Campaign to Prevent Gun Violence said, because the gun show loophole in most states prohibited buyers can walk into any gun show and buy weapons from unlicensed sellers with no background checks. Many of these gun sellers operate week to week with no established place of business traveling from gun show to gun show. In 2013, the NRA said that a universal background check system for gun buyers is both impractical and unnecessary, but an effective instant check system that includes records of persons adjudicated mentally ill would prevent potentially dangerous people from getting their hands on firearms. The group argues that only 10% of firearms are purchased via private sellers. They also dispute the idea that current law amounts to a gun show loophole pointing out that many of the people selling at gun shows are federally licensed dealers. The group has stated in the past that gun control supporters' objectives are to reduce gun sales and register guns, and that there is no loophole, but legal commerce under the status quo like book fairs or car shows. Except usually people can't shoot people with a book. Yep. You can hit somebody with a car, though. You can. You can. In 2016, a study published in The Lancet reported that state laws only requiring background checks or permits for gun sales at gun shows were associated with higher rates of gun-related deaths. The same study also found that state laws that required background checks for all gun sales were strongly associated with lower rates of gun-related deaths. 
Also that year, Gabriel J. Chin, professor of UC Davis School of Law, stated that since there are no clear stipulations for the number of firearms sold before someone is required to be federally licensed, and that since gun shows are usually held on weekends, there is room for someone to claim this is a hobby or part of my collection when it is also a substantial business. Closing the gun show loophole through universal background checks enjoys high levels of public support. In 2016, PolitiFact published an article in which several experts stated that the phrase gun show loophole isn't the most accurate way to describe the law. State-level pro-gun lobbies opposed the framing of the issue, claiming that gun control schemes such as closing the gun show loophole criminalizes the right to buy and sell lawful private property. Numerous studies and analyses indicate that there is no such thing as a gun show loophole. It's merely slick marketing to scare people into supporting an assault on private property, gun owners, and gun ownership. In 2021, Wisconsin Gun Owners Inc., a Second Amendment lobbying organization, opposed a ban on Wisconsin gun shows it argued was unjustified by statistics or research and amounted to discrimination against gun owners. That was it. That is it. It looks like people just want their guns. People really want their guns and they really like to blame mentally ill people for when things go wrong. But we know that that is not true. I mean, I can't imagine anybody who is going to buy a gun and start shooting people uh, is not somehow mentally lacking. I don't know for sure, but I'm just saying that, like, who, why? Why would you shoot people? What we do know on that front is that statistically, the large majority of people who are mentally ill are not violent and would not shoot a gun. And so when a couple of people who are mentally ill do become violent and people romanticize that, it paints a really bad light for the entire mentally ill population as a whole. I absolutely understand that. It's a prejudice. I mean, just like anything else. I think I've talked about this in like my stand-up. I talk about a Martian does something to you, and then the next Martian does something to you. The third Martian, you're like, that Martian's probably going to do that thing to me. And right. So, <laughs> so it's, it's just prejudice, though. It's prejudice yeah. because people haven't people have not dealt with people who are mentally ill enough to understand. Yes. And also there's a lot of factors that go into a person's decision to shoot a gun and mental illness is not necessarily one of them. This has been the Wikipedia page for Gun Show Loophole. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. If there's a particular Wikipedia page that you'd like us to read, please let us know.